What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hi, Nick. What? Hi, Nick. What? Hi, Nick. What? Shimmy Oh, God. It's going to be one of these episodes, isn't it? That was my alien self, a.k.a. Well, it's really good. June. I, I, don't, I'm, I can't even front. It was June. so good. R2? June. Oh, D2? R2 June. Oh. Too legit to June? Too June to quit. You call the Ghostbusters and you're in control. All right. Um, we don't have to do uh, banter, right? Unless you want to. How are, How is your foot? Oh, fuck you. How is your foot, though? It's awful. It still hurts? I had to get a boot. Yeah, no, we she know said, that. said, I'm going to be in a boot for six weeks. Well, at some point, I should be tr- able to transfer to a walking... Uh, like uh, cast thing, lace up. I don't know. Um, everything's very expensive. That's all I can tell you for sure. Um, and uh, am I going to be able to do this shoot on Monday? Uh, probably not. I'm going to have to come clean. I think. Why don't you have them write it in? 
Well, I'm going to ask. I'm going to say this just happened. I'd love to be able to do this. I could stand there and take a swing. That is possible. What I can't do is walk convincingly. But most of the role is sitting down, being yelled at by Kevin Nealon. Right. That's all I want to do. And that shouldn't be too hard at all. But uh, but I'm just like, I'm not going to be able to just play it off like I don't. I mean, I fully have a boot and crutches. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's insane. This is my impression that of I, you. I, I, it's insane. <laughs> but they got, you know, it would be, um, you know, I think, like, they want diversity, right? Some golfers are wearing a boot. Some golfers are getting the boot. <laughs> Yeah, some actors. Oh, God. Oh. Well, whatever. Life is tough, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Now we know. Well, that was some fun gossip on my end. What's going on over at fucking Casa No Leaves? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. So we are talking Jesus about... Jesus Christ! How what much, a show this is. How much fucking banter do you want to do? Be honest. I don't want to do um, much, but it was just all on mine. You know, I wanted to get a little little taste of what's going on in Anna's life. No biggie if you don't want to discuss. Right. But uh, I think our, you, our listeners are owed more than that. Huh. Well, my plants died uh, at the office. So after this, I have to go literally bury them. You don't have to bury your plants, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Well, I have to you go. throw them in the trash can. Yes, yeah, so well, your have landlord to. takes them out. Yes, that's what I have to do. That's what you meant. Gotcha. Yes, bury them. What? <laughs> in cement. I think you're being a tad dramatic. Mm, maybe. Definitely. Uh, All right, let's start this show because that was painful. Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, yeah, I didn't know you were so off today. I've been. I thought off. you might have been able to pull it out. You, no, you didn't. No, no, no. I'm depressed. My plants died. I'm you're ready. depressed about your stupid plants. Yes. I can't walk over here, and you're depressed. I don't give a shit about your foot. You did that to yourself. I'm losing out on jobs, and you're depressed. <sighs> I'm a talent, and people need to see that. It's important for the world that I act. You can't, uh, you can't argue that fact. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, Below Deck, Season 7, Episode 4. We continue with Brandy dying on the beach from drunkness, heat stroke, panic attack, all of the above. Hard to say. And the deck crew attempting to take her to the boat while she does her heavy breathing freak, breathing freak out thing. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with her. But Helen is like, not happening. She goes, and see, gluttony is what destroys you. And it's like, what? Gluttony yeah, what the is fuck what are you talking about, you? lingerie lady? Yeah, like, bitch, you literally rented a loft and then brought your, like, most problematic friend a, what did I say? Yacht or a loft? A loft. Yeah, yeah I meant to say sense. a yacht. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so off. You rented a yacht on a loft and then brought your drunkest friend possible, and now we're like weird. That's pretty weird, right? 
Yes. Uh, and she's like, she'll be fine in a few hours. Don't feel bad for her. And Kate's like, these ladies are not letting their friend with a medical emergency kill their vibe. No. <laughs> oh, that's the funny. They like start taking selfies. Yeah, they're like, all right, now that that bitch is gone, selfie. <laughs> it's genuine Incredible. nonsense. No, they're good people. I would argue they're not good people. The best people, probably. Is that what you were going to argue? I would argue everything is hell. So Captain Lee has a medic come to the boat to check out Brandy. And he actually sits with her in her room while she keeps saying, I'm okay. (sighs) And he sits with her in her room while they wait for the medic to come and He says he's responsible for every swinging dick on board and he's not going to risk someone getting hurt or dying. Well, good luck. And Simone says she used to be bullied as a kid. So when Kevin was being rude to her in the galley, it really hurt her feelings. And she feels lucky that Kate is protecting her by keeping him away from her. And so the guests head back to the boat and they're really surprised a medic is coming for Brandy. Like one of the girls is like, you think she's that bad? And Helen keeps going, they know, like they know, they would know. Yeah, they're also medical professionals. Yeah, I was like, no, they just don't know who Brandy is and are not risking her dying on this fucking yacht while they're in the water. Yeah, they just see waters. a woman who's dying. Yeah. And you don't. You see your friend who annoys you. Yeah. <laughs> they know, they know, they know. And the other friend's like, no, I think she's okay. She's just doing Brandy. <laughs> That's typical Brandy. Uh, Yeah, and Captain Lee's like, yeah, you know, I got to make sure no one dies on my boat in international waters. Typical Brandy dying. (laughs) It shakes me to my core how little these women care about their friend. Unbelievable. So back on the beach, Tanner's trying to hit on Kate, and he's like, hey, you want to hang out after this charter and have a bottle of wine? And she's like, that's rude. I'll have a bottle of wine to myself. And he's like, perfect. Two bottles of wine. So for him, that means he just asked her on a date. Her, she's just nice. She has no idea what's going on. She's not listening. She's just responding absentmindedly, whatever. Kevin is hoping to step it up for dinner tonight since the night before was mediocre, and that is not acceptable for him. And Captain Lee is getting on Abby about having her hair down again, and she says, I gave my hair tie to Brandy. And I'm like, well, that was your first mistake even interacting with Brandy. And we all know only one rubber band exists. Yeah, well, Brandy just brings down everyone. So I would really recommend not speaking to her at all. So the doctor shows up and Brandy is automatically fine. And it just turns out she's been drinking for two weeks straight. (sighs) That's it. Drinking. Um, yes, she's been drinking for two, two weeks, weeks straight. Sure, sure, sure. Or drugging, you know, whatever. It doesn't people just believable. Um people don't and then say the she's on a bender. Like, the doctor's like, you need to drink more juice. And she's like, got it. And then um he's like, Yeah, the prognosis is she drinks too much. And then anyway, so she's fine. Ugh, whatever. And Ashton asks Tanner to finish his dinner and then go help Brian bring up the slide. But uh, Tanner is too busy joking around with Simone. So Brian, who's on his own, decides to use the davit, the crane, to bring up the slide himself. But somehow he breaks it because it was pulling up at an angle and the cable popped out of place. 
So Brian goes and tells Captain Lee what happened. And he says it's a major fuck up that Brian takes full responsibility for. And Captain Lee says that it will be a very expensive fix because it's a 60,000 piece of equipment and it's inoperable and it needs to be fixed by hand. Uh, But he appreciates Brian bringing it to his attention. But any screw up on the deck department falls on Ashton's shoulders. It's so weird that he goes and tells the captain and not Ashton. I think he was just freaking out. He regretted it, though. Yeah, he was just freaking out. I think he was just like, I'm going to get fired. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. I mean, he could either be Ashton or Kevin, but he's a good guy. But I'll tell you now, Kevin's not a good guy. So um, Captain Lee calls Ashton to the wheelhouse to tell him about Brian breaking the davit. And he says that he'll have a chat to him about it since he didn't know anything about it. And Abby keeps going on and on about how she hates all the uniforms and says, this is not what boating is. This is bullshit that I have to keep changing. And guess who I think is going to quit? Red hair. Abby. Yeah, of course she's gone. Either next episode or the episode after, she's out of here. She's not loving this. Like, she sleeps in on purpose. She tells them that she's sleeping in. And that breaks Ashton's brain. Yeah, because he's like, where do you get off? This is what I was saying to Lyra, and she called me sexist. Is that, that, you know, tiny women come in, they're like, I'm going to lift more than the men. It's like, that's just not how, you know, the world exists. That's not how how strength works. You can't will it. Can't be spunky enough to lift the fucking Whoa. slide. Spunky enough to lift the slide. Okay. You heard You're me. what we call canceled. You're what we call cancer. You want to take that back? Wow, this was like Kevin's conversation <laughs> with the captain in the wheelhouse. Yeah, you just got up and left after rudely insulting me. Just, just <laughs> long silences and like just walking away. Wow, uh, I would argue that you're a, uh, an idiot. So Ashton talks to Brian and Brian apologizes and says he had an adrenaline running through his system and he wasn't thinking and he knows he should have gone through Ashton first and then Captain Lee and he says it will never happen again. And Captain Lee overhears Kevin being shitty to Kate over the radio. So he calls him into the wheelhouse to ask about the morning's blow up and he gets upset that Kate spoke to Captain Lee about it. And he's like, now it's war between me and Kate. And he's like, look, I took care of it. I apologize. Everything got taken care of. It got blown out of proportion. I got stressed out, but I took care of it. And then in the middle of the conversation, turns his back on Captain Lee and walks out of the room. Like mid-conversation. Like, don't worry, I took care of it. Like, it's cool, dude. Bye. And Captain Lee says he has the he has some serious balls to just turn his back on me and walk out of here. He doesn't have to like me, but he needs to respect the rank because I'll have his ass in a heartbeat. I'll eat his ass for dinner. I'll eat his ass for sexual pleasure. Captain Lee loves to talk about like eating someone's ass. Yeah. That dude forget like when he's mad, he just like forgets what else he eats. He's like Marianne's asshole. That's all he can think about. Mary. Jesus. This, okay. Ashton calls uh deck team meeting to talk about the breakdown of the hierarchy and that little mistakes are happening left and right. And they need to work on that and pay more attention to detail. And so dinner service begins, and so far the guests love the food. Surprising. Yeah. No, not surprising. uh, Kevin's a good cook, if not a huge piece of shit. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we're back. I heard Nick loves Kevin. Oh, they sent me just an email, another email about the fucking shoot. I have a lot of anxiety and I need to relieve this pressure. Poop. If only... If only I could poop this one away, Anna. I had a very big poop this morning, and boy, did it fucking change my system. (laughs) It's my Scooby-Doo. So uh, before the break, we were talking about how the guests love the food Kevin has made so far for dinner service. But for the main course... Kevin forgets to make Captain Lee one of the plates that's needed for the course. And Captain Lee is not impressed. So he basically just gets the bowl that has garnish in it and forgets to give him a piece of fish. What? An and idiot. he didn't cook him anything else. Yeah. And he just doesn't he didn't do throw anything. anything. He didn't throw a PB&J sandwich in there. No. He just goes, sorry, Captain, uh, you're going to miss out on the fish. And then Captain Lee says, um, I'm eating garnish. What do I look like, a rabbit? And then he definitely says he will have Kevin's ass for this. Yeah, he's going to eat his ass. He doesn't need um, he doesn't need an entree because he's going to have his ass. Yeah, and Kate's surprised that Kevin didn't even try and fake anything. Like, he had the time. He just chose not to. So stupid. It was, like, so weird. And uh, Tanner tells the deck crew that he's hopefully going to have some bottles of wine with Kate after this charter. And they're all like, really? And I guess Simone overhears this in the laundry room. And so the guests go to bed after dinner and Kate talks to Captain Lee at the table. He's still just sitting there at the table. Like everyone left and he's still sitting there just fuming over his his garnish bowl. 
and Kate talks to Captain Lee and, and, and he's like, Kevin just patted me on the shoulder like condescending little prick after not feeding me. And he was like, what if monster-in-law Brandy decided to join the table mid-dinner? That's piss-poor planning on Kevin's part. And Kate's like, yes, queen, fire him. And uh, Simone is starting to feel disappointed because uh, she's always in the laundry and she wants to practice doing service a little. And Abby tells her to talk to Kate about it. And Kate and Courtney are talking about how hot Brian is and they find his Instagram to creep on him. And it's all just like workout photos. As you would expect. It's just like my Instagram. Is that what you think I said it's Instagram? just like my no, Instagram. No, I heard you and I was saying, is that what you think your Instagram's like? Um, It's just like mine. No, I heard you. And like, why do you think your Instagram is like that? Well, because of all my sex. Se- um, I'm sexy. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you the <laughs> buffest guy I've ever seen tried to get me to shake his hand yesterday? That's so hot. It was the most disturbing interaction I've ever had. I was like, no. And he's like, oh. And also like Zach was in the market. Oh, you t- you tweeted about this. Yes, I didn't it was like, like it when I read it. It was like, and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess some people are afraid about that right now. And I was like, please keep it moving. Some people, yeah. Yeah. A couple of people. And he wasn't wearing Fauci, a mask. Fauci, his friends, that's it. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a mask. And he went into the market without a mask, even though there's a sign outside the market that says, wear a mask. And Zach was in there with a mask on. It was like, it was unbelievable. Like, I was like, ew. Like, I literally had to stop myself from saying ew to his face. Because I was like, are you out of your goddamn mind? Read the room. Well, you like Zach. You, I mean, you touch Zach. Why can't you touch this guy? Because Zach is my lover. This guy's a creepy buff dude whose eyes were really wide. I thought Zach was the engineer. Okay. The fuck? Okay. Are you having a relationship with Zach? <laughs> what do you think? What? This is the first time hearing of this. Well. JK. So, uh, yeah. Buff dudes are creepy. And Courtney says she doesn't like someone who works out that much because it means that he he doesn't have time for her if he works out that much. She says it's not cuddly and she likes someone a little squishy. And she says she's not really physically attracted to someone until she gets to know them anyway. So we shall see. We're not going to see anything. Okay. Uh, she's such a fucking prude. Leave her alone. <laughs> Okay, you're right. So, of course, as soon as everyone goes to bed, Brandy wakes up and is looking for people, and Courtney hates it. And Brandy asks for champagne in her juice, and Courtney's freaked out and doesn't want to serve her messy ass. So she goes and wakes up Kate to get advice. And Kate gets up, and they decide to give her orange juice with sparkling water, hoping she doesn't know the difference. Uh, And then Brandy's, like, on the phone chatting really loudly about some guy wanting her. And she's like, and then he wanted me. Oh! And she almost says something rude to Kate about her appearance. She's like, Kate, you're still awake. You look. And then Kate interrupts her and goes, gorgeous. And she's like, yeah. And Kate's like, you dumb bitch. And Kate and Courtney are not happy and they don't know what to do about her. And then Brandy goes back to her room and uh, I guess passes out again. And Kate and Courtney take that opportunity to go to bed and shut shit down. So there's no one awake if she gets up. And it's officially the next day. That's incredible. 
What is? The the next day. Okay. You said it was the next day and then you stopped talking. So I, I really felt like I had to fill it in. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe you would add anything to the Brandy waking up in the middle of the night segment. No need. It's perfect. Well, the guests are having breakfast and Simone said service went a lot better this morning. And Kate says the great thing about Simone is she's trying and her intentions are in the right place and she wants to learn. And Kevin goes to talk to Captain Lee and apologize about the night before's dinner situation. And Captain Lee tells him to plan better, that he has a lot of money at his disposal. So he should be buying more food than necessary versus just the right amount. And he doesn't really like ever look at him in the process. And then Kevin gets all butthurt and leaves because Captain Lee wouldn't look at him. And he thinks he's about to, it's about to get harder because now he's made too many, too many enemies. And he really cares what Captain Lee thinks about him. And now it's going to be on the back of his mind that he doesn't care for him. And it's like, well, fool, you didn't serve him a course. What did you think would happen? I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and be like, hey, sorry, Captain, go fuck yourself. And then Captain Lee would be like, I don't know. Maybe I should go fuck myself. I don't know. Stupid. I'm sorry. This clearly is upsetting to you in a way I couldn't have foreseen. Well, Helen finds Kevin and gives him some pultra panties and pearls and asks him to put the panties on, take a selfie and send them to her. And he is so confused. So he takes them down to the crew mess and the crew goes through it. And it's like, an erotic masturbation kit and then there's some like actual pearls and then some panties and he's very confused. I would be confused too because I still don't know what the fuck those pearls are about. What are they about? What it looks like it looked like a pearl necklace. It did not look like anything else. What what was it? Yeah, and and Courtney's like, I don't think you put these in your butt. Like, I don't think these are like anal beads. So and he's like, Is it for audio auto asphyxiation? I don't know. Stupid. Autoerotic fixation. It was uh, pretty stupid. But yeah, take a selfie, Senator. I will. So the guests are packing to leave as the crew docks the boat and they're finally leaving and somehow Brandy is standing. Uh, and she apologizes to everyone for being so drunk as she's walking out. And Richard says, if they could handle this charter, they can handle anything. I'm like, that's true. Because these people are always like literally on the like verge of death. So everyone's working on flipping the boat after the guests leaves. And we have our first tip meet. Not our first. This is our second tip meeting time. And Captain Lee thinks the interior and exterior did really well, but he doesn't say anything complimentary to Kevin. And he's again, butthurt. And they end up with a 20K tip. That's a good tip. I've seen better, but that's uh, the best one in a while. Yeah. It's a very good tip. I They obviously deserved more because they dealt with uh, a lot, but it's very good. Yeah, they should have been tipped on the fact that Brandy's still alive. Yeah, they kept your friend alive. Yeah. Most, most charters wouldn't have done that. No. No. Yeah, Simone is telling Courtney about Kate and Tanner's date, and they're loving it. And the guys are all discussing who they like on the boat. And Kevin says he doesn't like anyone. And Aston says he doesn't like the idea of a chase for Courtney because she's so closed off. But when he's drunk, that's a whole nother story. And then Courtney asks Kate about her date with Tanner. And Kate's like, what date? Uh, She's like, well, he said you're drinking wine together. She's like, 
oh, I thought we were all drinking wine together. And she's like, well, if it's if he wants to call it a date, he better bring me a goddamn corsage. No, that is a really cool date. Corsage date? Oh, just that wine. It's so oh. cool. All right, let's take another quick break and come back and finish this shit out. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, and we're back. So everyone's getting ready to go out, and Tanner's looking for Kate in the crew mess area, but he doesn't know where she is because she's, like, I guess, washing her hair. And Kate says it's between Tanner and washing her hair, and she's going to choose washing her hair. And the deck crew's already drinking in the crew mess and everyone finally comes out and they were like, hey, were you avoiding Tanner? She's like, no, because I can drink wine with Tanner at the club. I can't wash my hair at the club. And so they head out to the club and they hop in tuk-tuks. And of course, like clockwork, Ashton is hitting on Courtney. Everyone is so predictable on this show. So Abby says this, this last charter was so shitty that she's really ready to get hammered. And Brian says he's going to take it a little easier tonight because last time was such a shit show for him. He doesn't want to have to tell Courtney to smile again. And Kevin is crying and drinking his pain about Captain Lee's criticism away. And Courtney gets Brian to trade shirts with the bartender. And Kate lets Tanner buy her a drink. But she says she's more into sober Tanner than drunk Tanner, but still agrees to let to get a drink with him in the future sometime because he asks if they can go on a date. And she's like, yeah, sure. And she says she needs to be way he needs to be way more sober and she needs to be way more drunk for them to bang. But she'll still probably bang him. She wants to bang him. 
I think she will. It's bang so him. weird. It feels like Kate has aged out of all of the relationship drama. It's just like it's like moms getting involved. That's how Hannah feels like too. It's like you're too old. You're like a senior fucking a freshman, and I think that we need to get the cops involved. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I think she's definitely, she's like 37 now. So for her, like, it's not fun to get involved with like relationship drama. Like everyone is like 10 or more years younger than her. Actually, Simone's 29. So she's less than 10 years younger than her. But like still, like everyone is young. And I'm sure it's just like after a while, you're like, I'm tired of drinking and hanging out with children all the time. 37's old to be a, a, continuing to chief stew in a yacht yeah also she's 45 so that's you know even older hmm. don't do this don't age her up she still looks great and i'm saying it doesn't even make sense to say that because she's only 37 so of course she still looks great so ashton is trying to get to know courtney even though she's talking to brian and she's really not impressed by ashton trying to chat her up. And he's like, what are your two worst things you've ever had happen to you in your life? And she's like, what the fuck? Am I in an interview? Fuck you. I'm not answering these questions. No, he was like, what's the, your two worst qualities? Not oh, even like yeah. things you didn't have control over. Like what sucks about you? Yeah. And she was like, what? None of your business. And she's like, she's only half in the conversation and she's not interested. And Courtney instead goes and talks to Brian and she's definitely enjoying herself so much more with him. Like it's so much clearer that she likes Brian and Ashton can go fuck himself. And so eventually they head back to the boat and everyone is hoisted, like hoisted. Uh, and Abby eats shit and then spends most of the night eating in the crew mess before passing out. And uh, it's going to be a tough morning for everyone. There's something different about the vodka in Thailand. All right. It's the next there isn't. day. It's the next day. Yes, there is. So Abby is so hungover, she cannot get up. And Simone is checking in on her and says that this is why she doesn't like to drink a ton because it's poison. And you know what, Simone? I agree with you. It is poison. And Kate tells Kevin to go on a run because he's all fucked up over Captain Lee's comments still. And still and needs to like let off steam. Needs to go. Woo! Oh, he needs to order a woo-woo. Do you know what a woo-woo is? It's probably so hot to run. A woo-woo. No, you know what's what a woo-woo is? What's a woo-woo? A woo-woo is a type of alcoholic beverage. Is it? Yeah. They order them a lot on First Dates Australia. And it basically, it's a sex on the beach without the grapefruit juice. So it's uh, vodka... Peach schnapps and cranberry juice. And it's not popular here, but uh, look into it. A woo woo. Pretty fun to order, I would assume. Hmm. A Back to you. I might have to order one of those. Yeah, you should. And then you, you, you got to explain what it is, but that's easy to do. Okay. All right. Kevin goes on his run to blow off steam and I guess in what is very hot weather and he's wearing all black and I was like, I guess, yeah, the sweat will do you one. Oh, it looks awful in Thailand. This makes me not want to go to Thailand. 
There's something about like a nice cold shower after coming in from that heat. Like that's what I used to do when I was in New York for a little and I would be so hot out, like just so deathly humid. And then I would just come back and I would just fucking take the coldest shower on earth. Wow. And then I'll be dry within seconds. Ugh, the dream to take one of those cold, cold showers. Just so just hits you like a brick. Like, yes, you're cold again. That was so hot. Uh, All right, so Ashton is trying to find Abby, but she's back in her room dying. And he's like, that's so weird. Where's Abby? We're all cleaning here. You're supposed to be on deck at 9 a.m. or something. And she's like, look, I only plan on being around for two more episodes. Look, I'm going to fuck Ashton. I'm going to get my hair caught in the anchor. And uh, then I'm out of here. I'm going to get my hair caught in the anchor. I'm going to put my hair in a dangerous sitch and then... um, Dip it into horseradish. Yummy. 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 I love horseradish. So Abby sends a text to the guys letting them know that she's puking and needs a toilet around her and probably won't make it onto deck by 9 a.m. And Ashton is not impressed. And he says, I only have one rule. You can drink as much as you want, but you need to be on deck the next morning at the right time. And he's like, who the fuck does she think she is? I only have one rule. Drink less than brandy. Yeah, but that's the... Drink brandy. That's the end of the episode. All right. So, of course, last episode, I talked to you about the rainiest countries. And you, of course, guessed Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to admit, you're right. Okay. Hawaii is the rainiest state. Okay, it is? Wow. Now, you have five guesses. Name the second rainiest state. Second, so Hawaii is one. Washington? No. Not even close. Really? It's actually the fifth uh, rainiest state during the winter, but it is not in the top ten. It's not the Northwest. That's not a state. Florida? But no. Florida is number five. You got three more guesses. I legit don't know. Keep them coming. What else is right? Oregon? Not on the list. Not on any list. Mississippi? Number three. What the? You got one more guess. I don't know. New York. No, it's Louisiana. That's right. Hurricanes, baby. Hurricanes. That's what you weren't thinking about. Oh. And that's the second rainiest state after Hawaii. That's a boat fact. Back at you. Wow. Thank you for that boat fact. You're welcome. Nick. Guys, this has been Below Deck. Regular season seven, episode four. Thank you so much for listening. Apparently, Hawaii is the rainiest state in America. Uh, I should have guessed Alaska. I guess that's not the answer. 
Yeah, you can uh, follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review with a boat fact. Maybe I'll get Nick to read the one that someone DM'd us eventually because he'll run out. Oh, no, he can find a way. I'm, I, that The person who sent us that will find a way. Nick will run out and eventually succumb. Find a way. I will never run out. Somehow I'll manipulate him into believing he discovered that boat fact himself. Impossible. Impossible. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so leave us a five-star review with a boat fact or whatever. Just go press the five-star or, yeah, you know, express your deepest, darkest desires to us in your five-star review. You can follow me at Anna Hosnier. Nick is at Nick's Turners. And, uh, yeah, check out our merch on Public. What else is there to know? Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we're almost done with this goddamn railroad of a show. Goodbye, Nick, forever. Forever. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.